0: What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Pass the Sticks podcast with your favorite crew of American Bundesliga experts. We're going to go experts this week. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna upgrade our title here. Uh, it's Tyler Turner here. We got Keenan Greenwood, Paul Dargan, Stevie. And what kind of tea you got on tonight, Stevie? Just some Rick Soccer League. Rick Soccer League. He be having. He's got the jersey collection, but now I'm finding out he's kind of got the tea collection too. Uh, he does it all. He does it all. Listen fellas, listen fellas. Uh, a couple of housekeeping things that we'll touch on tonight, just given that the holidays are around the corner, figure we could talk a little bit about um Bundesliga gifts for your loved ones. Um, we won't we won't dig into that too much on air tonight, but uh figure we can go out and pump that on the Facebook page. So you as a listener, um, go and check things out. Maybe throughout the next couple of weeks, we'll be posting some gifts for um Bundesliga fans and your family. We'll try to Stay away from team-specific stuff. I mean, if a team's got an extra nice <laughs> kit this year, I think that was one of the things that Stevie had talked about. You know, he might post that. So if, so if you're not a fan of that club, you know, don't worry about it that day. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I like that one. Um, what else we got on the docket tonight? We're, we are going to do a bad news block. I hate to, like, be the bear of bad news and, like, do that type of thing. But there are some bad news things we might as well just all highlight at once and get it over with. Um, Erling Haaland I think that name is going to come up a lot tonight So we will just want to highlight that big week for him So we'll talk about that a lot um, Was watching ESPN FC They said that he I forgot who it was that said it Multiple people have been saying it That he's likely to be successor to Lewandowski Even if he's not at Bayern He'll be the heir to that greatest number 9 in the world So we'll get to that um, We're going to help out Sean From our Bundesliga League uh, Facebook group um, he's got a question for us tonight. Maybe not for us, but we're gonna we're gonna tackle it because we are experts on this. <laughs> and then, of course, recaps, which we'll we'll dive into. So, a lot on the docket, but I I don't think we're gonna have the uh, the links that we we had last week. All right? I guess, was that two weeks? Two weeks ago, we took a took a hiatus last week, but uh, two weeks ago, I think we had Lord of the Rings trilogy type links. So, anyway, is that everything, boys? Are we are we good for our.
1: Unless
0: you want to talk about the revenue thing. Uh, the revenue share thing. Uh, y'all didn't put it on there. So a lot of people have still been talking about the revenue share. Um, that's been going on. There's still a lot of discussion around that. I mean, Stephen brought up a good point. The discussion will likely be ongoing for a bit just because I don't think they have to finalize it right away. I think it is 2022. So we'll certainly keep an eye out for that as, as changes are in effect. It sounds like the summit. Did you hear anything like coming out of the summit? I mean, I heard, A little bit, but not The only only thing I heard
1: was, it was, I mean, you you hear from both both sides. You hear the the people who were invited and the the ones that weren't. Um, The ones that weren't were saying this was a slap in the face with unity between the German clubs. Then, yeah, the people who were a part of it that that said, well, you already made your feelings known about what what you think, so why, why should you be invited? So there's this whole there's a, another whole inter- interesting level added on, on top of just besides just sharing money. It's like, you know, clubs are attacking each other. It seems like.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not, an uh, it's not, I was going to say, it's not an ugly So It is an ugly situation when you have, um, you know, clubs kind of making clicks within themselves, you know, to talk about things and it's like, hey, yeah, I may have made up my mind, but I don't like the fact that now all of you guys are going to talk behind my back. Um, and again, for context, for those of you that maybe have been listening to the past few weeks, the Bundesliga is working on a new revenue revenue share deal. There was a summit between some Bundesliga cl- clubs and Bundesliga 2 clubs that will be part of the deal. Um, and then they they intentionally did not invite some other clubs that will also be part of the deal. Um, but they had kind of already made their opinions known on, on the topic. So As Steven said, this other group kind of wanted to I guess discuss whether they want to take it or not. I, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a mess when you have situations like that, but look, I, I think the league will do, will do what's best. Um, and they do have that, the league president election, or however that situation is all, I, I'm so like programmed to say presidential election that I, I guess it is technically an electric, but um, you know, that will be up in a couple of years too. So interesting time for the league. Oh, but let's dive into it. Let's, let's help our buddy Sean. So Sean posted in the Bundesliga group. Uh, if someone has a post and wants to read it out, um, we can do that, or we can just summarize it. It's, it's pretty quick. He, yeah, it, it, it,
1: was, it was essentially he was kind of new to the Bundesliga, and he wants, he wants to find a club to kind of go for outside of Bayern, but he wants something that's – he wants a team that's sort of a challenger, like, 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 a, like a title challenger, I, I would assume. It doesn't really specify, but title, title challenger is what I think we all came to agreement
2: on. Yeah, it says occasional contender or a team with potential.
0: Yeah. Okay, so a team that maybe is on the verge, uh, you know, of being a contender. So like we, as we break it down, we got our contenders, right? I mean, our contenders would be your Dortmunds, your Gladbachs, Leverkusens, RB. Would those, would those be our our big quote unquote Bayern contenders right now? I would say so. Um, and you have like your Verge teams, which I would say either are going to be your European teams or teams that are just like that on the verge of, of breaking into Europe. Um, a couple that he highlighted, which I mean, we can go on and nix one of these at least. Uh, it, it sounded like through the conversation, um, it is on Facebook, so kind of reading through the comments, he's kind of narrowed it down to Frankfurt, Schalke, Hertha, and then also maybe Dortmund. Uh, I mean, it, Typically, Shalaka would be a perfect pick um, in this discussion, but given given where we are <laughs> right now, um, maybe isn't the best time to hop on that wagon. Uh, Stevie can certainly offer a little bit more insight on that. I mean, I don't know. It, I mean, if you hop on the wagon now, and then a few years down the road, they're okay. At least, at
1: least if you hop on now, you can't be
0: um,
1: considered a bandwagon. Right. That, that's what good. I was going to say.
0: Right. That's what I was going to say. It, it, it does give you that, and I think that's part of the reason why he doesn't want to hop on Dortmund. I would assume he didn't say that, but I, I, I get that hesitation. I mean, it's the same hesitation people have with hopping Okay, on.
1: I, also heard, I also saw him later because he was, uh, someone else asked, like, what, what, what other teams are, is he fans of from, like, other leagues? And he also said Tottenham was his EPL team. And comparably, I've always said Schalke and Tottenham are kind of, kind of the same. Where they always disappoint, but they're always usually right there.
0: Um, I mean, but I would well. But, I mean, we, we don't want to turn it up. Uh, I would say it's but, a little disrespectful to Shaka. Shaka does have silverware. That is true. That is true. Uh, but like historically, historically, I feel like they're better than time.
1: <laughs> but I, I would say they're they're kind of ran the same, in, in, in some regards the way that they, their, their player, the way they operate with their players, um, how they spend, how they sell, that kind of thing. I, I would, I would say they're kind of in that, in that mold. Um, but I mean, I've, I've, I've always been a big proponent of Union Berlin. Um, especially, you know, especially this season with how, with how well they're playing. Uh, i I would say, you know, if you, if you want a team that has potential, Union Berlin probably is probably one of the best choices, especially with how young that team is, how exciting their, their brand of football is, um, how passionate their fan base is. You know, that, that's, a, that's a team to keep an eye on.
0: Okay, okay. So we got Union Berlin. So we got, we got potentially Schalke if you want to base it on poorly run clubs. Hop on that bandwagon. Just like keep, keep that theme alive. And then, if we want entertainment, a team that's on the verge, on the rise, Union Berlin. Um, yeah, and I guess my only, my, really my only rebuttal for Union Berlin is they will reach a ceiling. I mean, I think we would assume just because of finances. Um, I don't know if they can ever truly be a title contender. I feel like they would be a team at best constantly on the verge. So I don't know if that's what he's looking for. Um, but I mean, for right now, Certainly. Uh, and as you said in the comment, I mean, the Max Caruso show it doesn't get a lot better than that. I mean, it's a very entertaining team to watch. Keenan was talking about, you know, their goal differential. Um, not only they're attacking well, but defend well, too. So I like that one. Um, who else do we want to throw in the hat? Do you boys agree with any of these? I know we're not a lot of Frankfurt fans on the show, uh, but any, anyone think that <laughs> Frankfurt's a good one to hop on? Uh, and it hurts to. You know, I'll take that one. Now, that was going to be my pick anyway, but I'll save that. Um, what do you think, Lads? Polly. help us help our boy out. What direction did you point him? I think unbiasedly,
3: you're free to choose for if you want to. I mean, they have a lot of strong elements on that team, so it's they're, they're fun to watch, I guess. So, yeah, I'll keep my opinions out of that. But, yeah, they're free to choose they want.
0: And I apologize. I, I'm muting between bites. Do you want to show a little bit earlier? Although it's, it's already eight now. Two um, of these chips on air. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Pauly, I, I thought you were going to point him to Bayern. I mean, I know Bayern was, was out. But I was just waiting for somebody. Like, why? Like why? You know, like, that can be a whole other discussion when people come to the league and they're like. And so, tonight when I was actually picking up this food, right, I met this guy. I was watching Bundesliga highlights and he was like. Um, oh, you watching Bundesliga? You're like, yeah, man. Um, he's like, what's your club? And I was like, Bayern. <laughs> you know, like, you pause for a second, you're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, Bayern. He's like, oh, I'm a Dortmund fan. So I was like, it's cool, but like, I don't know, man. Like,
1: there's something about being a Bayern fan in the public.
0: Right, right. Especially if, it's you, say like you're having... especially if you say you're a Bundesliga fan, it's like, oh, but they win the league every year. Like, oh, so you're right. Like, you know. It's like if you pulled for a Golden State or a Heat
3: or someone within the NBA, it's like there's a certain air. I don't know if they see you as going for just top people. I don't know if you're legit or I don't know what the what the feelings are with the fan plus the the club. So
0: yeah, right, 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 exactly, exactly. I mean, we got and Keenan. Like, I mean, and he gets kind of some of the credit because he was there with like the So days. We're talking about the uh, the Patriots. You know, so he got he lucked up where he got them before they were actually the dynasty. I mean, that's the ideal scenario, right? I came in. Well, I came in after the uh, the Chelsea loss, so like, in a lot of ways, I was like, all right, this is a team that just lost in a Champions League final. You know, so I was like, okay, you know, that that's okay. They server they were dominating the league, but I don't know. We'll we'll get to that later. But but that would be my other advice to my man is look, man, don't don't let people pressure you away from from Bayern. Um, you know, Mia San Mia really is what it is. Like, it's a family, you know. Um, and we've, we've had some tough, you know, maybe not domestically, but I'll, I'll tell you, man, I've had some some sleepless nights with this club over the past 10 years. Um, 10 years, not quite 10 years, but you know, it, it it's felt like 10 years some seasons. Uh, anyway, that could be a whole other thing. Um, uh, but yeah, just the whole league is yours, brother. Run the direction. Um, know, what, what are you thinking with these?
2: Given the stipulations that were made, you know, excluding Bayern, because I'd always, you know, promote Bayern. Um, I like what everybody said, but um, my suggestion would be Gladback. So you get the the historical team still, um, you know, they were sort of on the rise and then people thought maybe they might take a step back when Thorgan Hazard left and they seemed to have been just fine and reloaded. They got a lot of young players but then a mix of some vets in there you know it's a solid solid team not as high profile but playing really well right now especially so uh, that would be my suggestion is go with Gladback.
0: Gladback, Gladback. yeah um I think a Gladback or a Leverkusen is a really good one in that scenario um they are very much those teams that are always there uh you know always at Europe I can't what was the last time either one of those teams missed out on Europe? I guess probably not that long ago. They, they'll have their the year every now and then when they might miss Europe, but for the most part, they're going to at least be in Europa. Um, good deal, good deal. Um, so I don't, I don't think we really came to a consistent, consistent. <laughs> Can't even say that. Um, I, I like the Union Berlin one. I like every what everybody said. I like the league in general, right? Um, just don't go RB. I'm glad n- <laughs> I haven't seen anyone say RB, which. That's good. That That's the only wrong answer.
1: I, I, I mean, if you wanted someone besides buying that's not, that's
0: a title. title <laughs> right. right. And that's why I thought it was going to go there because it's like, I mean, we listed off. So it's like, RB. Uh, good times. All right. Uh, bad news corner. Um, bad news black, whatever you want to call it. I'm just going to quickly fire, fire shoot this one. Um, Shalika is still on fire. Surprise, surprise. Not really news there, but we will highlight that. There was a. a Stryker Bicevich, and assistant coach, um, former Schalke, honestly legend, uh, even though he's only there for a couple seasons, Naldo, got in some kind of physical interaction um, during training uh, that ended up ending the training session, which is the last thing this team needs, because uh, they should have ex- extended training sessions, not cut short. Um, and then now the news that uh, Reschke should be out. And, and I'm trying to remember. What's, what's his te- – is he technical director? A technical director. Yeah. Um, and Schalke as well could be without a job soon. Um, sounds like Schneider, their sporting director, and then Emmanuel Baum, their coach or manager, whatever you want to call it, all these names. Um, their jobs are safe. So it's like, all right, who's the next man up that we can go ahead and fire? Um, to see if we can turn things around. Um, Steven, sounded like he was doing some things behind. He was doing. He was being very shady. <laughs> uh, tell us what what was kind of the the breaking point there. The, well, the breaking point
1: was him and Schneider never seemed to go seem to agree on anything. Um, which that could that could be part of the problem. Now is you know you have a technical director and a sporting director not getting along, and that that could have that could affect how the whole entire club is ran. Um, so that, that 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 could be a big factor of this form right now um, but one of the breaking points was he tried to sell um, Omar Mascarell I, I can't i can't remember if it was to a Serie A or if it was to hurt uh, to Berlin one of those two um, he tried to try to sell him without without approaching player agent and club like he was trying to do it all of himself so it it was like he was trying to get rid of players without letting uh, anybody know what, what was going on.
0: And, and, uh, and that's your – is that still your club captain? Or did I they believe, go back I to – um,
1: I, be, I believe he was the captain still.
0: Yeah, he was at least like – if not captain, he was vice captain. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's that in itself is kind of loaded. You're, you're shopping around your captain without even letting – Your captain know. People, people know. Um, hmm, interesting, interesting. Um, This is coming from, is this coming from Bill? Let's check the story real here just so you can Sport one. So, you know, take it it as you will. It's sport one. It is, you you know, rumor. But when these type of stories do come out, you have to kind of take note, especially um, in a situation like Schalke's, like Stevie said, there's enough issues going on that, you know, anything that comes up like this, they're going to want to quickly kind of snuff it out. That's not fun. Um, um, and
1: apparently Schneider had to uh, publicly he, he had to personally go apologize to Mascara about the uh, rescues the agents uh, actions sheesh because you know if you, you, you feel like, like that, that could completely disrupt a player from like wanting to play there
0: yeah that's the wrong guy to be shopping too I mean I'm no yeah. I'm no expert well I'm calling expert. I'm no expert but like there's other names on that <laughs> that player sheet that I think I'd shop around before Mascara but I mean, maybe he wanted he's, the money. I mean, it's should, desperate times.
1: He's the one that should stay.
0: Yeah, it's almost like one of those scenarios, man. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. I mean, it's almost like so we we were roomies, right? And you know, it's almost like one of y'all in my room, and we're like, "Yo, they almost sell some of Tyler's sneakers because times are hard, right?" Like,
3: we're right. all
0: in this. We're all in this together. We're all a team, right? But you're not gonna go. Nah, that doesn't even work because that's just straight up stealing from me. But, but, but the example is, like, it's but, just But, 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 but it's that,
1: that, 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 in a way that it kind of is, though. Right. Like, it is kind of stealing a player.
0: Yeah. Because no one was contacted about it at all. Yeah, I guess it's almost like kicking somebody out. It's almost like, look, man, this Keenan guy. And, 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 I, can't,
1: and I can't confirm it was Hertha, that they were,
0: that they. Oh, were with. Yeah, I thought it was Herza too. Because Herza were looking for a midfielder to say, hey, look, we, we wild a little bit tonight. Uh, I mean, that's not – Ah, Keenan, do we even – so the story came out this week. Uh, Hansi Flick, Bayern Munich, Nicolas Zula, who has had a history of uh, fitness concerns. Um, he was on the, the uh, more unfit side when he came from Hoffenheim, uh, more raw. I mean, he's a, he's a massive fella. Um, but when he's in peak fitness, like, shape, he's big and he's super fast. Um, and he was looking that way coming back from his, uh, his injury. Um, during the offseason, I mean, we all had talked about it. He was in great shape. Um, and now there's some concerns again about maybe some, some dietary issues. So I'm going to flip it over to our, our local dietitian, Keenan. Um, you want to give some insight on what's going on in Munich right now and if fans should even be concerned about this or if it's just build being build? It's just build being build. I'm not concerned
2: whatsoever. Flick said he had a setback in training and he needed to be 100%. That's all there is to it, honestly. I'm really not concerned at all. This is, this is a not story.
0: <laughs> See, I need, I need a little bit more. Like, I, mean, I knew what I was getting when I asked you. Um, so I don't know why I even asked. It, it, <laughs> is, um, it really is. Uh, these are funny. These are funny to me. Um, Brian will be buying. Um, Erling Holland, because we said we would bring him up. He, he did win the Golden Boy Award. I, I want to I talk just very, very quickly because uh, Keenan and I were talking about this the other night. Um Erling Holland got, got number one. Do the rest of you gentlemen on the show know who got runner up for that award?
3: Nope. Gosh,
0: I'm, I'm forgetting his name now. <laughs> What's the dude's name? Ensu Fadi. Fadi, yeah, from, from Barcelona. He got runner up. Alfonso um, Davies got third.
1: I can I can I I can kind of see it, but I can't at the same time. Because I think if if you take the the voting, you take it the full entire year. There you I, go. And I, and I think Davies, like he started his run later, late in the year, and so I think. But that's five, what
0: did Fadi do, do? What did he do late in the year? I mean, I don't. I mean, what did he do early in the year? I should say. I, I <laughs> what did he do, you do all in the year? I don't watch Barcelona, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what did <do> Barcelona do? <laughs> I, guess I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but, we know. But but
1: but but, there, but that's why I feel like you you could. I think Davies should have obviously been second. Yeah. Um, but obviously, Erling Hahn was going to run away with it. Oh yeah, because, just, just just because of how well he played with um, Salzburg, and then came, when he came under Dortmund. Um, yeah. No. No issues there.
0: No issues I, there. I it.
1: think I, I just I just think maybe someone saw something from the other guy that they didn't see in Davies. From I don't I I don't know. Yeah, they saw that
0: he played for Barcelona. Yeah, I mean. Well, Ann Davies is Canadian too, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna. bleed, bleed over to, to bad news. Not, I mean, as you said, Stephen, uh, big props to Erling Haaland. Deserved. I mean, what, what more? I mean, we will say more. I would say what more can we say? Um, Dragovich potentially leaving Leverkusen. I guess we can put that in the bad news corner. So another January outing. We'll get to all of those because there will be, you know. Believe it or not, January's around the corner and there will be players shuffling around, potentially some players um, on the outs. So we'll touch on that probably in a couple of weeks, um, but that will definitely be an exciting show to listen in. Um, this show is just always so much fun during uh, transfer season, um, you know, talking about that kind of stuff. Um, and again, Mary Boonis, we will have, uh, have picks. Maybe we'll put a pick up tonight after the show. Um, Steven, you be, you be scheming. And know you had your on some kits, uh, maybe post something up to kick things off um, tonight, just as gift ideas. Because I know, we, I mean, it's hard to believe we're in Thanksgiving week already. Um, so the deals are are upon us. I'm gonna say among us uh, <laughs> are upon us, and uh, yeah, grab something for your for your Bundesliga family members. Or maybe they're not even Bundesliga family members yet, but you can buy them something that uh, tournament fans. <laughs> uh, Anything else? And your pets—that's another one we need to, add to the list, Kina. Pet merch. A lot of people got pets this year. Get some pet merch. My little girl's got her uh, her t kit on right now. Uh, we'll get ready to jump into recaps. Anything else on the roundtable, boys? Cool. Right. Just
1: a bad week for injuries and illnesses.
0: Oh yeah. I, you know, I said, I said we were going to brush over it and then I totally skipped it all together just cause do not want to talk about it. Uh, the, the whole situation in Germany <laughs> international Yogi love, uh, Keaton's working on a piece on that. So you know what? I'm going to let you guys read that whenever it's done. Um, it's going to be like a whole thesis, <laughs> most likely, um, let you guys read that. Right. Um, uh, I think our show collectively has a lot of opinions, but uh, I'm sure Kino will do a wonderful job articulating that. Um, But yeah, outside of Germany's – well, twofold. Germany's poor performance, I think, definitely played a role in how a lot of players um, played over this weekend because if you didn't know, they got spanked by Spain, um, which isn't fun. And then, um, you know, also there were a lot of guys that picked up injuries. I mean, Lewandowski picked up a knock, um, and that was just slight – um, Taliso got an injury. I'm just naming Byron guys, but Hoffenheim man, Hoffenheim had between COVID and injuries, um, they had a ton of guys out.
1: Yeah, Leverkusen Le- Le- lost one of their players for the year.
0: Yeah, or, um, or at least yeah, Susk is, is gone. Oh, he's gone for a while, right? He had that yeah, uh, like back injury. Um, yikes. Yeah, a lot of injuries. So many injuries we can't name them all. So, um. Between injuries and COVID, it's not pretty. Thankfully, it's our last international break until March. But as I was telling the lights before the show, March will be here before we know it, unfortunately. So, you know, there you have it. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back for uh, <laughs> some interesting recaps. I'll leave it at that. All right. Welcome to the recap segment. Is our second take doing this? Because I, apparently I froze on the first one. The joys of Zoom. Gotta love it. Um, no, but we were just—you we were saying. I mean, this this week, uh, some tight games. Uh, look, from a positive perspective, there is some parity this week. I mean, we had we had draws for your Gladbacks of the world, your Leipzig of the world, your Bayern Munichs of the world. So, you know, for a casual fan, for a, a neutral, I guess that's a good thing. There were a lot of people that were like, "Oh yeah, this is a Bremen win." You know, getting a draw with Bayern, which, yeah, I mean, this is Kofell's best result against Bayern. So. um Burman's manager that is. So good week from that perspective, but just not really exciting in general, not a ton of goals um, outside of that, that Dortmund one, which was really exciting. And then this is a Hoffenheim Stuttgart fixture um, was a lot of fun as well, even though I still ended up in a draw as well, but um, we'll we'll get through all of that. Um, So maybe not as much in depth. I, I don't know about you guys, but the biggest thing for me, I just kind of felt like, was an international break hangover with a lot of players Um, you know whether it was being missing guys or guys that you know kind of forced back into action just getting back from from international duties just kind of sluggish this week
2: yeah the the three-game international break is really detrimental I think to the clubs Um, you're away for a while you're playing a lot of games and you know, some of these teams are still trying to qualify for certain things. And so guys are forced into playing much harder than, you know, just a normal friendly game or, you know, they're trying to make a team. And so even a friendly game can be something that you have to put forth even more effort than normal, you know, trying to make those rosters for euros.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you just think about the, uh, they're, you know, we're traveling right now. I'm sure there's more hoops that players and, and, staff have to jump through you know to travel safely I mean, you know the constant testing and all that um, i'm sure that plays into it as well uh, where you're you're not going to have the same uh, can't travel quite as ca- casually as you typically could um so i imagine that's a little bit more stress with that too but uh i mean it is what it is right they they're professionals they got to come out and play uh, and that's what they did um and byron will start with um one of Burma's better performances? I mean, you know, you can call it a down Byron side or, or whatever, but um, I was really pleased with the way they, they came out on Um They kind of survived an onslaught from Bayern early on, which, you know, to be expected, kind of that threshold that teams have to get through is, especially under Hansi Flick, is, hey, Byron's going to come out and they're going to put some, some shots on goal early. If you can weather that, you know, then you maybe got a chance. Um, and they did weather it. And Josh Sargent had a huge chance kind um, of Neuer, a massive double save kind of showing why he's still the best keeper in the world. But I think when that happened, it was like, okay, this, is gonna, this game's going to open up a little bit more than um, it did for Bremen. Um, you know, getting one through Eggestein. Uh, yeah, I mean, well done. Well done by Bremen. They on a score sheet there. I felt a goal was inevitable for Bayern. I mean, they, they do end up getting it. Uh, great Kingsley Coleman header. I think they called it Champions League-esque, that far post. Um, just kind of tucks it away. But I mean, all in all, I mostly just want to give props to Bremen. Um, and Josh Sargent in particular, if it's not for Neuer, he would have had not one, but but honestly two goals. Um, and then you also had Goretzka had a, had a last-minute uh, tackle that prevented possibly another one. So um, great signs of life from Bremen. For Bayern, I, I kind of talk it up to you had a number of guys who were part of the worst loss in Germany history since what, nineteen forty-three, I think they said. Um just that doesn't seem like a pleasant environment with that German national team. Um, and then you have players like Lewandowski who are coming back from um from slight injuries. So you know, another another week in the office. You you get the point. It is what it is. That's that's all I got there.
2: <laughs> that's pretty solid recap there Um, I would just add on to that that you saw an entire team effort defensively Um, oftentimes Josh Sargent being the only player not back behind the ball Um, so trying to get you know passes or shots through um, nine guys and then a keeper is just incredible that you know (laughs) that Byron even managed to score at that rate but um, with Kingsley Cummins goal, it was you know it was almost identical to that Champions League goal, and then you know very similar delivery too, um, just Goretzka versus Kemich. So, but yeah, I mean Neuer was the the big standout for Bayern, you know, clearly keeping them in the game um, from a team that you know had one of their best performances.
0: Yeah, I mean great great defensive effort from from Bremen. I mean, that's the important part. You get your goal early, and then you're able to defend. Um, but but what I liked is that they still took their chances when they got them. You know, they defended really well, but they were still able to, to tackle the counter, you know, as we saw with, with Sargent, which I appreciate because I hate – you know, teams will do this, and I can't blame them, but if they go up on Bayern, they're going to park the bus for the rest of the game, um, not even take the opportunities that they've got. You know, if they get a counter, we're just going to kick the ball away. You know, we're just going to clear it and get back to the defendant. We're not going to, you know, leave ourselves exposed in any way. Um, so I really appreciated that from, from Bremen, to still go at it, you know, and try to get the win. I mean, you could kind of tell that for me at the end of the game, you know, he, he wasn't as a lot of times you get to draw a bar and you're going to celebrate he kind of look frustrated, you know, both he and Flick look equally frustrated, uh, which says that he, you know, he thinks, Hey, we could have, you know, I, I do too. They had a chance to, to really pull a big upset. So, um, but anyway, you know, champs do what they do, and even if it's a draw, you know, you got to grind out results. So um, the Gladbach uh, Augsburg, I guess we'll, we'll jump over to that one real quick. Um, another big draw, Paulie. Did you were you able to catch this one? I know Augsburg are, are your boys.
3: I was only watching a few things. Honestly, didn't catch it. So I'm just assuming, obviously, it was a really a back and forth sort of thing from what anyone else saw.
0: Yeah, another, another grind fest, honestly. Um, Stevie, I know that you're you know an you, early goal in that one from Neuhaus, late from Caligari, in between a lot of uh, a lot of grinding. Um, Stevie, I, you said something earlier, and I, and I want to like, highlight this a little bit. you still not convinced by the by the side? And this was something off air, but, but I, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to no, expose you too much, but it, it seems like you're still not, you're still not quite on board. I mean, I'm,
1: I'm still not. And and, and now that, I'm, um, that playa is also now out with, um, COVID for who knows how long, um, that's, that's going to hurt gladback even more. And, um, I think Hoffman or that there was, there was a Gladback star who was, who's out for, um, a number
2: of weeks. Um, Hoffman did pick up an injury yeah, over Hoffman on international. Yeah, he got a um a calf and or not a calf, a a hamstring injury early in yeah. the one of the Germany games.
0: And yeah, before so, I let you finish, I, I think we can all agree up to this point Hoffman's been the most important player yes, for for Gladbach. So
1: yeah. I, th- I think with him being gone for a number of a number of weeks, and that 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 could seriously hurt Gladbach um, coming up um but I, I i i still think i still think Leverkusen has has enough and um enough firepower to to keep up their pace i still think um obviously dortmund and leipzig still have enough firepower fireplace firepower to keep going with theirs um i i don't i don't see i i can the gladbach is seventh right now and there's like six points behind second place, so it's not too out of it's not like a huge like point differential like from where they're from where they are from second place, but I you, you gotta think those put those teams in uh, the top four are gonna stay there for quite a while.
0: Yeah, and you don't want to be caught in games like this. I mean, you've got the lead for much of the night. You have a chance to double that lead against an in, in Augsburg side who we know have weapons and we know. Um, you know, have this nasty to hang around and, you know, mess up people's day. Especially, I mean, especially the with a team man, that Augsburg. Like, because Augsburg got a red card. Right, you had the red card in the, the 70th minute, right? Um, so, I mean, I, yeah, Gladbach, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. It, it's tough. Um, you know, because like I said, it, it is Augsburg. You are without Hoffman. So, on one hand, but like, as you said, Steven, these other teams aren't cooling down. I mean, your LaMarcus aren't cooling down right now, and if you're glad back, it, it's got to be hard to kind of be the one that should be there. That's kind of on the outside looking in, you know, kind of that FOMO, Like, dang, you know, these other teams are kicking it in gear. We and, and not only that,
1: but but the teams five and six are still like kicking kick high gear.
0: Yeah, like, I was. I mean, I was waiting for you to say something about Union because, like, because like, we always talk about this, and Union Berlin is right there. <laughs> right,
1: and but I mean, I I. I I I kind of pick Union to be kind of like my dark horse for e- European this year, um, and so far they're in that spot. But I I gotta think Labback's going to turn it around soon, and they'll 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 be contending for that top four at the at the end of the year because Hoffman will come back, play will come back, you know, the they're they'll get everything figured out, and they'll be right there. It's just I think Leverkusen and the top four are just going to have that much firepower to stay, stay where they are.
0: I like it. I like it. I mean, any, anybody want to challenge that one? No. I'm, I'm,
2: I would just say, you know, shout out to, to Neuhaus, who's playing incredibly well right now. Looked great for Germany, one of the few bright spots on that team. And then <laughs> the guy who came on to replace him in this game, Zakaria, he's going to be crucial to have him back there. Um, but I mean, you know, when and, uh starts on the bench and then no Hoffman or uh, Plia, you know, it, it can be understandable how they can struggle a little bit, you know, when you know, those guys are so important to the team, but, but watch out for Neuhaus. And then of course, the coming back, but Neuhaus has been incredible this season for them outside of, uh, you know, the, the Taram Plia attack um, in the middle of the park. Neuhaus has been the boss.
0: Boston, indeed. Boston, indeed. Um, yeah. Sean if you if you pick Latback as your team maybe now's the time kind of slumping a little bit you can hop on boards like buying stocks you can know, get it low they might I still I still I still think they're gonna be high before the season ends so keep an eye on that um cool cool cool. Hoffenheim Stuttgart uh, this was my match of the weekend I'm not not leading into it I would say but like well even leaning into it uh, Stuttgart's been an exciting team and then we had kramernick back a um, highly anticipated return of Kramer, who if you haven't been watching the league, started the league at a blistering pace, um, you know, shots to Polly for even predicting that before it even happened. Um, great season. It was, it was hard to watch this Hoffenheim side without him, um, you know, cause there was games that, that you think, gosh, if Kramer gets in this, you know, this Hoffenheim side could be a lot higher on the table than they were. We discussed this on the last show too. They still were able to do really well in Europa, um, but you could kind of get the sense that they were having to prioritize those games knowing, okay, he'll be back. You know, we could pick things back up in the league, but let's go ahead and, you know, secure our plays out of groups. So I don't blame them. I, I think Honus has done a, a, a terrific job with them. Um, very exciting team to watch. But, uh, but yeah, thriller here. Um, a couple of names that jumped out to me from this one. I mean, it was a 3-3 fixture. Um, Steven, you've been high on on um, Ryan Sigison from – for Hoffenheim. I thought he had a phenomenal game. Um, He did get on the score sheet this week. Um, And then on the other side, Gonzalez, who I feel like we've talked about every week now lately, uh, who had a big week uh, going on international break. which I'm not sure he was supposed to go on (laughs) um, based on previous conversation, but he went and he looked really good. Um, But now he's back, uh, safe and sound apparently. So uh, good for him. Uh, Phenomenal goal there. Um, Just kind of weaving through traffic, tucks it away. Um, but it but it was definitely like a, a um a boxing match here. Just, you know, back and forth, uh thrilling goals all around. Um, did get the penalty. You know, who tucks it away? Cramrick. Um uh, who is now what uh let me pull that stat up. Do you guys know his his, his ratio now? Seven goals in four matches? Yeah, uh, he's got seven. I know he's got seven, but he he's Yeah, he's only featured in four, so uh, you know, we talk about the the kind of stats that Levendolski's Levin putting up, the top stats that that uh, Erling Holland's putting out. But because of the games that he missed and because of how well he did in the games that he was <laughs> featured in, that stat sounds pretty, pretty dang good. Um, yeah, seven and – I just forgot it again. Seven and four. Four, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, both of these teams, man, I like these sides. Um, like I said, if the if Hoffenheim hadn't gotten on a little skid without him, it's it's to wonder where they would be right now. Because um, I think – I mean, they, they still – you know, plenty of time, right? I, I still think they could potentially be a, a, a European dark horse. I mean, if, especially if you're looking at a team like Hertha who can't seem to go <laughs> any kind of consistency. Uh, I don't know. And the Stuttgart, you know, still sitting really good.
1: Oh, um, oh. Oh, uh oh! This is a, kind, of, kind of a um. You said Gonzalez was came back healthy. Well, he got hurt in this game.
0: Anything serious? Uh, it's a knee injury, and he'll be out for the next two to three weeks. Two three weeks? Dang! I didn't realize it was that bad. Yep, he he was sold off in the thirty second minute. Well, there you go. We did get confirmation of that. New one out, I didn't know to the extent. So, two to three weeks, folks. I, I mean, it it will have an impact to Stuttgart, um, but I, I don't see that slowing them down too terribly much. They have a lot of pieces, particularly in that midfield. Um, I'll have to take a look at their, their upcoming schedule, though. But uh, Bayern is next. Yeah, so, I mean, that was going to be <laughs> – with or without them, you can scratch that one. So, uh, good to know there. Uh, but I'm then good. Bremen and Dortmund after that. Yeah. Uh, i take him over. Well, won't say, say right <laughs> won't say too much right now. Won't say too much right now. Anything else from that one? Stevie, how, how excited were you to see your boy Kramer back?
1: It was, it was nice seeing him on the, on the uh, score sheet again.
0: Yeah, um, for sure.
1: I think I think he's he, – you know, if, if he can come back to his pre-COVID layoff or pre-COVID – Um, illness I think I think Hoffenheim's gonna be right there for uh, European good
0: stuff good stuff good stuff and and, um, Uh
1: yeah and he he said something interesting after the game too he said it felt more like a defeat than than it than anything getting that point because for him, he came back, but it was like you know I come back and we we tie. You know, I think I think that that just shows his competitiveness um, and his and his desire to see that team be successful, which I think is going to propel them better off in the future with him on
2: on that field. Well, I imagine giving up a goal to a defender in the ninety third
0: minute doesn't help yeah. either. So. Well, yeah, and I mean, I—I I, I mean, I think it, g- it goes back to the pressure that's on his shoulders, guys. Is that they knew that they were just going to have to weather the storm without him. You know, they didn't do the best job weathering it domestically. They did a great job in Europe, but it's like, all right, you're back now. Let's start getting these dubs again because we kind of, you know, we're sliding a little bit without you. So it, it is tough. Uh, but I—I I, I think it was a deserved deserve draw. I mean, both teams really went at it. Um, really fun to watch, but. It definitely shows a competitor in them. Um, You know, while we're talking about sound bites, I think it is a good opportunity to go and switch this next one very briefly, very briefly. Uh, We don't want to get caught up in the the, – I don't even know what you want to call it, Uh, this in Gelsenkirchen, but it's not pretty. Um, You know, Vekhors comes out quick in this one. I'm Shaka Wolfsburg. You know, (laughs) Wolfsburg put him away early, and that's that. Uh, Two-no victory there for Wolfsburg, but but Mark Uth had some things to say post game, Stephen. Did had some things to say post game. He did. <laughs> some it sounds like some frustration with the manager and tactics. Is that what I'm getting?
1: I don't. I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know if it's if if it was just poorly translated.
0: <laughs> I was like... going to say some poor translation. Maybe don't read the 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 bite itself until we have proper translation on it, but. He's not happy with without how they're performing. I, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, he
1: he he's he was being interviewed. He was like, "I can just go in the dressing room and cry." I'm like, "Oh, enough there!" But do something about it then.
0: <laughs> I can go. I can go in the dressing room and cry.
1: <laughs> do something about it then. <laughs> like, oh. but, but but he but he was saying like, but like but there, there was everybody was saying like how bad of a performance this was, like you know from uh, Manuel Bomb to. The um, Sasha Reuther who said, "You know, they, they play well during training, but then when they come out here, they, they don't do anything. <laughs> it's like, what are they doing? What are they doing in training so well that they can't replicate in, in the games?
2: Playing against themselves. <sighs> Yikes! There's no competition there because they're terrible.
1: So so now is so now it's like, well, what 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 is the uh, what is the actually going on structure? Because it it seemed like they were about to turn a corner."
0: Well, uh, yeah I mean go ahead I this that was where my mind was going is that the layoff like hurts it's like I don't know what's going on in training because they look like they were turning a corner maybe not a rapid corner but they sure looked a lot better than they looked this weekend yeah and that's got to be troubling when you when you had time off sure you did lose some guys for international break like I won't act like that didn't happen uh but still I I don't know like the I mean, there's no excuses at this point. Um, the, my only thing is, is Wolfsburg's got to do more. I mean, we, we continue to say it, but kick them while they're down, right, Paulie? <laughs> I mean, get, get some more. Like, 2-0 over this Schalke. This, this,
3: this is one of the two unbeaten teams. I would expect, like, at least 4-0,
0: honestly. Just close the knife. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. But, yeah, thank you for the shout-out there. I mean, Wolfsburg still is unbeaten. I feel like we're, we're critical of them scor- not scoring enough goals, but the defense has, has kept them afloat. And they're still sitting. They're still sitting pretty. Where, where they in Europe right now? or right at the right at the cusp, you have their Yeah, have sixth place. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, don't well, I don't know. I don't, Stevie. You, you know guys that. need
2: some need some players to help out your tremendous goalkeeper because that kid is playing out of his mind right yeah. now. Yeah,
1: if, if that's the, if that's any bright spot in this game, it's or that because that's the <laughs> only
2: reason it wasn't four 4-0 is yeah. the fact that that dude's there, because he has shown out. But the rest of the team is just absolute garbage right now.
1: And, and what's and, and and again, this is this has is kind of been going like even like this um this has been going since Tedesco technically. If if you want to be honest about it, like them not scoring goals, you know, um you know that they're the lack of care, I guess you could say during the games. It's like. This went back all the way from Tedesco. So it's like, what is the actual, what's going on? Is the technical director the problem? We'll, we'll have to find out. If if all the,
0: the rumors, rumors are true, then he gets canned. Um, well, and you know, it's it, it's tough. You know, it's tough as a fan to not, you know, I, I, none of us have played in like a professional environment to this level. You know, maybe some amateur action for a couple of y'all. But, like, <laughs> um, I think of, like, the New York Knicks, you know. I think of, like, organizations that have just been poor year after year. Even if they get talent, it just, like, drains the talent, you know. And, and it's hard to kind of fathom that that can happen, you know. Because we, we look at, like, as you said, you've had Tedesco, you've had Wagner, and you've had uh, Mayo Bomb now, right. And you did have that, you know, first half with – with Wagner, uh, which I think we can all agree the team overachieved for whatever reason. And even still, they did have some games where they scored a lot of goals, but even still, they weren't, you know, blowing teams out of the water week in and week out, and they were getting results. But, uh, but you could definitely say, okay, yeah, it was more of a fluke. But I guess getting at, like, when you have those types of changes, you've had player changes, you know. Um, you've had multiple keepers, multiple strikers. And at that point, you have to start to think – there's something bigger than maybe even the manager or the players when we have an environment that's just draining guys. I you know, I joked about that saying that look at strikers form before and after. And I think Mark Ruth is a prime example. You know, he was in the running for scoring title, you know, with Hoffenheim prior to Schalke goes, there doesn't do anything goes to Cologne, Looks pretty darn good at Cologne, not only scoring, but assisting. And then comes right back to, to Schalke does nothing. You know, I think he's got one goal that he's scoring the, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, that's about it. So, all that to be said, there there's something bigger going on at, at Schalke. I think that it, it runs even back to, um, gosh, totally drawing a blank on your boy, the previous sporting director, the previous manager. And and, and that's what uh,
1: – yeah, I think you linked, that, uh, linked the video
0: talking about that,
1: about, about where this problem began. It, it sounds like that's where it, a lot of it came from.
0: Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, when you, when you, you have a culture like that, it, it's tough to, to break that, you know, I, I don't have the answer on, on how that's going to be broken, but, uh, that, they were talking about,
1: they were talking about how this is very reminiscent of what Hamburg did before they went down, like absolutely. How, how, how they were just like not playing well that they were getting beat every single like every single game like oh
0: yeah the marcus right that era <laughs> yeah no i mean you because you, it becomes a culture of, of losing you know yeah. and then nobody wants to go there you're not excited to play there teams that come in know they can take advantage of you i mean we everybody talks about that joke of when when's Bayern playing uh you know hamburg it's gonna be 12-0 you know um and once you have that precedence I don't know how you snap out of it.
1: I will, I will say the only good thing, <laughs> let, I'll say the only good thing, the thing that's, <laughs> that has any kind of hope for Shawk is the fact that every team around them is just as bad.
0: Yeah. And Keenan, Keenan backs you guys to win a playoff game. Uh, at least last week he'd given that. So if it does come out of that, I mean, and look, I mean, they proved they could beat. Uh, they, they went on that poke fixture. Um, so at least you can beat somebody other than yourself, I guess. Um, but you know, when it's a tier three or maybe even tier four club, uh, it's not saying a lot. Um, but anyway, we we won't we won't because we always go down that path. We won't do it tonight. But <laughs> but it's a cult, it's a culture thing, definitely. Wagner I, I, did he did need to go because he had no solutions, um, and it's not like Manuel Bomb is a, you know a genius a wizard that's going to pull them out of that. Uh, but I think that he did, he does offer a little bit more direction. But he's going to need help from from a lot of places if, if he's able to pull this thing around. So, uh, you know, elsewhere, Steven, another one of your clubs because you just love picking, picking the heartbreakers. Laberkeeson <laughs> um, on one side of it, uh, another great day for them, continuing the winning ways. Probably the other unbeaten team in the league right now. Um, Looking good, showing a lot of life. You know, I, I was critical of Bailey. I think Bailey is starting to come to life a little bit. Um, Diaby, Amiri, like they've they've got they got some weapons. I'll tell you that. Um, you know, if it wasn't for the Redekić, who uh, one of the worst own goals I think I've ever seen. Um, granted, I mean it. It, <laughs> it took a bounce. I don't know yeah, it if it actually. Weird.
2: I don't know if it came off of. The turf that way because it almost looked like it came off of his plant foot, like his his left foot. It almost looked like it came off the toe, but something happened. The ball bounced a little bit, and he sliced it, and it went right into his own goal. But up to that point, um Armenia had didn't even have a shot on goal,
0: right? And then that's what I was telling Steven, because I was like, you know, on a score sheet, it's like, well, Armenia hung around with them. Uh, I mean, and props to them, but like, no, it was all Leverkusen. Um they just kind of had a gimme there. And it, it did take Leverkusen a little while to, to crack back through. But I think it was pretty clear they were going to be winners there. Um, and, look, I'm I'm a believer now, slowly but surely. Um, you know, they and just continue to put results.
2: And Patrick Schick came back in this game, too. That's your boy. Yeah. So look out as sorry? they get.
0: You didn't feel sorry for him.
2: I don't feel sorry for him. These. A pro athlete, he got hurt, and it's just how it is. Like, that's life.
0: Man, I, I don't know, fellas. I really don't know. My ra- rate, I might rate him over uh RB over <laughs> at this point. Ball, you with me on that? I'll agree with that. Yeah. Whew. There's a the inside. They're balling. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I mean, there's not a lot to talk about. Bielefeld. uh They need some points. They don't look that great either. Um, as Paulie, I mean, as Stevie said, the team's down at the bottom. Uh, <laughs> except for, <laughs> except for Mites. Um, you know, decided to to show up this week um, and kind of ruin that party because you would have liked for Mainz to lose as well, and you know, you can all just do your thing down there. But Mites kind of spoiled the party and. Uh, you know, got that, got that W. So that kind of stings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're a Schalke fan, that is. Yeah, they did. They clearly didn't get
2: the memo that we were all supposed to play terribly.
0: But um, let, let's just keep it rolling, keep it rolling, because we're, we're on a decent pace here. Uh, um, Keen, you want to give us a quick, as always, a quick rundown of of what's going on with Leipzig? I mean, it won one there, I think they would have wanted to win as well. Particularly when you look at what happened with Bayern. Um, you know, you got a chance to bunny hop again.
2: Yeah, they really did um, uh, chalk it mostly up to the fact that they were playing in a four back um, and they just, they're just they just not as good there. The goal that Frankfurt scored was incredible because it was off a set piece from midfield and just a beautifully drib- driven ball that wasn't too high, just you know, basically on a rope, just straight across. And Upamakano, who ended up getting slabbed off at halftime anyway, um, just mistimed the jump and it just sails right over his head and drops beautifully. Um, for Bachak. And then, uh, you know, when they did sort of shift into more advanced, almost playing a two back, got and Helinio who's been, you know, their best player all season, into a wide area. He delivers a great ball. And then Paulson, with another just incredible touch, gets it on the outside of his foot and flicks it into the top corner on the other side. 1 1. Both teams deserve to draw on that one. Nothing real fancy going on there. But Leipzig needs to be in a position to play a three-back and get fullbacks forward. But I will say that um, Eric Durham did get to start, um, got his first action for Frankfurt, which has got to seal the deal that Danny DaCosta is just absolutely done and will not feature at this rate.
0: These out January.
2: I, I said before I didn't think it was going to happen. The, that right there proved me wrong he's he's got to be gone he needs to get himself gone at at minimum yeah take. he's got to find a new find a new new home and somebody will
0: love to have him uh, well that's just mean why would you do that that's terrible (laughs) dynamic player (laughs) uh yeah uh, and and it, I mean, we're gonna get one of these, these these gritty games, you know. Anytime you you face that Frankfurt side, that you know the Facebook group knows and loves <laughs> dearly. <laughs> Big shout out to the Eagles. Salute Frankfurt for life. You know, whatever you guys be saying, <laughs> we're all on board with that. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, good stuff there. Let, let's let's dive into a little meat and potatoes here. Um, this hurt to. Dortmund, um, Dortmund coming out five-two winners. We want to talk about games that that didn't get goals. Well, you know this one kind of makes up for it. First half, man, first half in the gorgeous, gorgeous blue kits. Um, you know, Cunha working his magic. A great strike, tucks it away, celebrating. I say you go into halftime. I'm feeling good. You know, I'm feeling good. Pop my Capri Sun, you know, sipping a little juice. I'm feeling like, okay, you know, her just cooking a little bit. And a second half that brought us six goals is <laughs> uh, crazy. It's crazy. Um, now I don't know where we want to start with this one. But, uh, yeah, the, the floodgates opened on, on her to, um, you know, they did get a late, you know, if it's not for the late penalty that uh which was bogus but okay yeah i was gonna say that it was a little sus uh it was a
2: very soft penalty and then i love Cunha, but his even his approach is sus because i'm pretty sure he actually stopped all the way on his approach to know, scoring
0: you so know, you know i didn't have to get into all that my my whole point was it was five twos so, and they yeah, scored was- right
2: after like forty seconds later. Right. Dortmund my whole, point, my whole point. was
0: it could have been about six one, uh, if even even worse. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um. You know. And hurt just got their issues. They've got their issues. Uh. But Dorman, you know, man, they they have the ability to really pour on. Um. Uh, you know, like you see from Bayern Munich. Um, particularly with Erling Haaland, he can make his own shots. He, you know he can his awareness off the ball to pass it, you know, and kind of do a pick and roll type action uh, or dish it and just put his head down and run to the edge of the box. I mean, his first one was his first or second, but just one where he's there kind of tiptoeing um, to make sure that he stays on side, but like keeps his momentum going. He just gets it and then just, you know, just tucks it away. He's the most like second one. Thank you, Paul. Like, it's funny because like he does he just looks so au- like he's a huge dude like he <laughs> looks so awkward but yet so graceful at the same time because uh, i'm like this dude looks so corny out there like <laughs> the hair and the celebrating just this huge you know i said he reminded me of Nicolas zula like zula plays striker um especially when you see him with like these little guys um like mukoko came in you know and he hugged him and it's like yeah, it's it's. But wasn't it, was
1: wasn't
0: it? Oh, I I just realized something too. What'd you realize? Holland just broke Norwegian uh, law. He did. He did break Norwegian law. But I, I mean, I told you he was playing. Yeah. Um, we were gonna. We'll get to all of that. Let me let me gush over the youngster right now. Our golden boy. No. Um. <laughs> let's talk about the game, then we can have a kind of a, a COVID update. Um, because I just I feel like that's that's overdue unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> to remind our fans to wear a mask and stay home <laughs> but um and by the way is that is am i bugging or is that an xbox pillow That's not xbox. an xbox it is an, an xbox, xbox pillow. pillow yeah I because because at first i was like is that just a shirt that's like you know like laid down and it, like awkward is in the shape of an xbox and then I not mm-hmm. the little like light button it,
1: it, it's a it's an xbox controller
0: that's nice that's dope I'm sorry you you People listening can't can't see this, but Steam has got a cool little Xbox pillow behind him. Um, get that kind of merch too. Good gamer merch for Christmas, guys. Ah, uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> Paulie, man, Paulie, Paulie, Paulie. Early Holland, he's something special, man. He's something special.
3: On one hand, yeah, he's he's like you said, he's I mean, he's fast, he's strong, he's got this very um, versatile build. But on the other hand, you can kind of look at this backline of like, and like Man he phoned it in. Kind of <laughs> if I was the, the team captain I mean they would get the switch. pointing after the after those next uh three goals after um Cuny it was just I mean I'm gonna steal the coach the um go the Bears coach they let him up the hook basically. It was just they have so much fire, but I feel like they let them I don't know no. have been as much of a lead, in my opinion
0: I totally agree with you there I totally agree with you um it, it shouldn't have gotten this ugly like yeah you know, I was waiting to see if you guys agree with me here that it does say a lot about this this hurt the side that you go out and let this happen uh, you know take nothing away from from Dortmund but I think all that's to say is if you if you leave it out there for a team like this Dortmund side they're going to take advantage of it you know this isn't like one of those Dortmund sides that that likes that killer instinct they definitely have it you know and if you give them an opportunity to to pounce they will pounce um and they did <laughs> uh guerrero gets on the score sheet this week too they're getting goals from did i dream it was that like this their 12th different player with with a goal this season i think it was, it was some kind of crazy stat. i don't i don't don't put me on on air with that but they have a, a number of players you can go look at the list that have scored goals for them this season um Maybe not that high, but it's definitely a lot. So we talk about, you know, early Holland, but getting goals from a lot of different places, which I think is a positive note. I think they still need him. And we've touched on that this week in and week out. They need him. They absolutely need him on the pitch um, because of what he does on and off the ball. But for the attention that he draws, you end up having scenarios where other guys end up getting open and, and can put stuff away. Um, so, and I thought Mounier um, is sliding right in, you know, doing well. I mean, they, they have the, the uncanny ability to just pick up guys um, and run with them. I think Dorman has to be one of the better sides at bringing guys in and, uh, and really bringing them up to speed very quickly, which uh, I don't think is an easy task. I mean, I'm no manager, but, um, you know, to have players move in and out like that and to, to only get better, it, it, it's good to see.
1: So I just looked it up. Holland is now one goal behind Lewandowski for, on the score list.
0: He is. He is. Followed I was, by. I was getting there. I was getting by, there. Followed
1: by Kramrick, Muceda, and Alario.
0: I was getting there. Do we? Uh, <laughs> what do we think, boys? Is there a chance? There's a chance. Yeah, there's a chance. There's always a chance. There's a chance. It. Hey. It definitely gives me the uh, the, the lewandowski ob vibes. And we know how that one went down. Yeah, that's true. On the last match there with Lewandowski. Uh... <laughs> Not pleased, shall we say. <laughs> wasn't it Joshua Kimmich, too? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair,
2: it, oh. he needed to put that in because it wasn't going in.
0: Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know, boys. Here's my little.
1: I mean, it's going to be a three-headed race for, for this one.
0: Yeah, I mean, if Kramer can not get COVID and not get hurt again, I guess for anybody for that <laughs> well, matter, right? Mario too. At that, at yeah, I mean, about. yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um, here my here my uh, my my hippopotamus here. My hypothesis, um, I think Lewandowski's gonna be rested a little bit more than maybe some of these other guys. It's my only thing, and I think Flick might say, "To heck with your record, <laughs> we got a trouble to win." <laughs> so when Lewandowski's like, "Bro, come on, why you bring in Chupo again?" I need some goals this week. And he's going to say, hey, look, buddy, point to that, you know, that title cabinet, he's still got more titles. Than he has losses and be like, Mm-mm-mm. so I don't know that that's, that's my only thing. And I think that, I mean, with, you looking at a Dortmund, I think the other, the other hand a Dortmund is going to be more likely to drop out of some of these other tournaments a little bit sooner than by possibly. possibly. Um, so maybe even you cut out the need for rotation. Um, if you're not looking at a team that may will go that deep, I'm not saying that they're gonna they're gonna fall out by any means. But um, I mean, let's just be honest, right? Uh, I think Bayern Munich is much better poised to have a deep Champions League run than, than Dortmund. And if you're not worried about Champions League anymore. Less rotation, you could play early Holland more because they have they've shown that they need him and they look really good with him. And when he's out there, he's gonna score. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as as no, Steven said, I mean, when he scores, they win.
2: Yeah. He just I mean he broke a whole nother record just being in there. He wasn't the only one to break a record. He broke a goal scoring record, but
0: <laughs> someone else who broke a record. Oh, Coco who uh you know, finally sixteen, he's been fifteen for the past five years. <laughs> and Man. I feel like everybody's broken Nuri Sahin's Was was this the Bundesliga record or is this just Dortmunds? This is the Bundesliga featuring records. so it is the so how does, already, boom, how does sahin still have that record that's crazy he was 16 years and 11 months that's crazy there's so many youngsters and sahin still had that record because i was like i felt like like i felt like it was like, it's from like 2005 right i felt there were there's so many guys that had already broken Sahin's record wow i mean it's the league with so many youngsters i was thinking that, yeah it, crazy but i mean we're gonna see a lot of this kid um I you know I was looking at a lot of accounts are like hey you know patience you know let's let's not overhype let's not ruin a good thing here let's not Freddy do the kid um, but the kid le- doesn't have patience the kid wants to score uh, I mean we've wa- we've we've watched <laughs> him seriously we watched him for the last five years uh, no joke <laughs> um he broke probably every record there is to break at, at Dortmund too um, Wait, I he- think. I think he's going to be able to score a before Christmas.
2: Yeah, because he wants to score. One of his first (laughs) touches of the ball, he immediately, like, didn't even matter that there was a guy on his back. He was just like, no, I'm turning and going towards goal. Like, he doesn't like to play away from goal. He likes to turn and go, and he's going to attack. And with as many options as this team has around him to help him and feed him, like, yeah, he's going to score before Christmas.
0: Is Santa in trouble? No, I think he's just fine. Poor form. <laughs> I just, I'm,
3: He looks pretty decent. for.
0: I'm poking the hornet as we talked about it. <laughs> um, yeah. I oh, don't know, lads. Uh, did we even talk about the game? Oh, yeah, I think Polly summed it up really well. Uh, Heard yeah. have made it far too easy.
2: And then that three back with the Swiss Army knife of Emory Chan coming back in allowed for the fullbacks to – go forward, you know, very similar to, to RB and then Guerrero and Angelino are both just so incredible going forward and both teams We hear are,
0: we hear the Keenum broken record every week. Three back okay. and Angelino.
2: Well the, these are teams yada, that yada. don't have <laughs> traditional wingers so you don't get the width otherwise.
0: Yaddy yaddy right Polly we're real impressed by what RB doing. We'll see him just a couple long. weeks now, right? It's not too not too long yeah. now.
1: Uh, December
0: tenth, not too long Before now. Match day 10, I should say. Um, we didn't talk about Musiala. That, that was a, I was. I was. I was thinking about youngsters um, and how young they were for their debuts. Uh, I did want to ask you guys. So he did feature with with England. He still has time to make that switch, but you got to be looking at what's going on with Germany. Uh, any chance that he makes that switch to Germany, or you guys think he's going he's gonna lock in with England? I think he's locked in with England. They've been pushing really hard to get him
2: at Germany, and I don't think he wants to. Yikes. It's unfortunate because he is an incredible player and a great dribbler, and I'd love to see him there. But I don't know. I'll take take Mokoko instead.
0: Football's coming home, right? (laughs) (laughs) No. Football's coming home. Is (laughs) just as bad or worse? (laughs) Hey, remember, we don't – well, we do talk about international. We pretend like we don't talk about international. <laughs> at some point, we'll we'll circle back to that one too. Um, let's finish these out, and then we'll talk a little bit about early Holland legal troubles. <laughs> How about that? Uh, Mites, pa- Stevie, at least you got something this week. Mites, boys. Yay, finally. <laughs> you won. Um, my Firebird boys, you asked me last week, you know, what's going on with Freiburg. I still don't really have an answer for you, big dear – you know, kind of slumped, um, and to let that happen against Mites is is not fun to see. But I, I don't have any answers for you, bro. I mean, good on, gun on Mites. Um, the attack is always The attack is always fun. I mean, even in games that they lose, the attack is normally fun to watch. Mateta um, just, yeah, is not. There's a joy to watch.
1: Yeah, I don't I mean, know. I, I saw I saw a stat where. Mateta has been involved in every single mind goal this season.
0: Dang. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not surprising. Uh, he's got. And, da- and, yeah, and he's, and he's top five, I think, in in goals. He's got to be. He's got to be up there. Mateta. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's got seven now.
0: Yeah. So he's
2: tied in for third place. Yep.
0: Yeah, he's he's phenomenal. I mean, we we touched on this time and time again. You know, the, there's a chance of losing him, both him, he, Quazon, and I think one other player. Uh, we talked about that Mites all losing, and somehow they're able to h- hang on to them. Um, and you have to think, all right, now that we've held on to you guys, the last thing we want to do is get relegated. So, for Mites' sake, I'm hoping that this is going to be a, a, a good sign of things to come. Um, you know, because if you can't defend, at least continue to put goals in. Um, yep. And that's all you can ask. Uh, but yeah, I mean, another, another plug for Sean. Hey, look, might be time to hop on the Mainz Wagon. Um, they are a really fun team to watch uh, if you love attacking football. Um,
1: yeah. Quaison and Matata are a pretty good one, one, two punch.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Um, especially if they, can, they, they stay fit. Um, dangerous. A lot of pace um, and, and clinical. Uh, And in the round things off this week, good old Union Berlin is the, uh, I think it's safe to say, the undisputed big city club, at least for the time being. Um, They not really showing any signs of slowing down. Um, Another, you know, big day for them. Max Kruse continues to be the hero. Um, Did miss a penalty in this one. but uh, He didn't
1: want the record anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, he said he didn't want the record. So, you know, we, we believe what Max Kruse says. Um he my gosh. Um you know, Keenan kinda caught me on a soundbite bite last week talking about was he my player of the season. Um and I still kinda stand by that. Um I mean what he's you know, I, I talk about like we look at MVP, you know, you look at this team without that player and like sure, you look at Bayern without Lewandowski, there's gonna be some major issues. Um, don't get me wrong. We've seen how poor this team can be without without Lewandowski. But union if you pull I mean just all the different places that Max Cruz is you know it's hard to argue he's been he's been huge in this is a team that has no business being in Europe and they are <laughs> and they you know are not showing signs in Europe
1: like it's not like like in the qualifying they're like
0: if, they're in if they're in the season ends they're in <laughs> they're in Europe and, and like I said they're not showing signs signs of stopping Um,
1: And they got two winnable, like their next two fixtures are very winnable. Like that thing, they play Köln and then Hertha.
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) the
2: disrespect, Paulie. Frankfurt and then, uh,
0: (laughs) yeah, because they just beat Köln.
2: They have Frankfurt and then they have the Berlin
0: Derby and then Bayern. That's all we needed to hear the Berlin Derby. Don't worry. So, it'll be blue again, right, Paulie? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Probably one. Probably one answer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for that I'm ready for that fixture because I mean that if anybody can cool them down it is gonna be it's gonna be hurt the Berlin it's gonna cool that down hey I got them in this first one they could I maybe even be a two one but I got hurt in the first one next year we'll talk about but this first one I think they, they're gonna put a stop to this nobody really with me did they did they do a DVD? I wonder if they did a DVD set. They they had a phenomenal, like, Berlin Derby special they showed on TV last year. They have a DVD set up. Somebody hunt that down, put that on the, the Christmas list. That was really well done. I think we all uh, caught a little bit of that. But, yeah, yeah. Um, Hoonier Berlin, man, I, I – look, as a Hurt to supporter, like, it it pains me to see how good they're playing and how uh, <laughs> dysfunctional Hurt has been at times. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, I am a, a Berlin lover and and, and – we say this every week. It's just so good to see good football coming out of the Capitol. So if it is going to be red football, yeah, I guess. Maybe.
2: Yeah, is red football better than no football at all?
0: Well, if we want to talk about red football, I, I will give a, a negative point to Leverkusen for the McDonald's kids this week. <laughs> uh, <not laughs> That's exactly deep. what I thought. That was a bad look. Uh, don't bring back the McGinnies kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not a not, they were bright
2: like a lot of kids were this weekend but where Hertzog got it right they didn't Leverkusen got it wrong